My entitled sister is making my life a living nightmare in my own home, causing so much chaos, being incredibly lazy, and refusing to get a job to pay her own way. And after six months of dealing with her garbage, I am simply at the end of my rope, and I seriously don't know what to do. Here's what happened. So I bought my house back last year. My mom lives with me because of health issues, and when she found out my sister got kicked out of her apartment, my mom asked me to let her come and live with us. For starters, my sister and I were never close. In fact, in high school, she would often make me walk home. My mom and I were told that she would need help finding a new place to live and she would need to find work to move back out. While this has been the biggest lie I've ever been told, she has been living in my house for about six months now and it has been an absolute nightmare. Every rule I set, she has broken. For starter, she would trash my house and then yell at me to clean it up because she claims she's the guest and she should not have to clean. She also doesn't pick up her dog waste, And her dog would even go on the neighbor's driveway and then the neighbor would complain to me. And when that happens, my sister would then start screaming at the neighbor. So needless to say, my neighbors are now starting to hate me. My sister also eats all of the food in the house, which then leads to me complaining that there's no food for me and my mom. I have seriously lost 30 pounds since she started living here. When my mom and I cook, she'll complain that it's gross and then demands that we go buy something else. And when we ask her why she doesn't just cook the dinner herself, she will then go back to screaming that she's a guest and she should not have to cook dinner. Now, she lost her job a month ago and started demanding that I give her money. When I told her I can't do that because most of my money goes to bills and whatever's left over for groceries or animal care or stuff like that, she starts screaming because she needs money for makeup and face wash because she claims she can't look like trash like the rest of us. Now, for me personally, I don't have a problem with buying this stuff for her, especially if the makeup and the face wash was like maybe 20 bucks or something like that. But no, she wants the ones that are 30 or $50 because they're the only one that work for her. She is constantly attacking me and my mom all the time and she laughs like a hyena when she makes my mom have a breakdown. And I also really fear for the safety of my pets. My mom and I are not wanting to kick her out because we don't know what will happen to her and most of our family want nothing to do with her. If next month comes around and she hasn't changed at all, I may have to kick her out myself. We don't know what else to do. We are starting to not like coming home and I love my home. But with my sister being there, she's starting to make me want to sell it just so I can get a new one so that I can get out of here. What should I do? What a horrible situation to be stuck in. First off, you have this new house that you bought and you were probably excited to live in it with your mom. And then your sister comes around after getting kicked out of her apartment and literally makes your life a living nightmare. Like seriously, let's talk about some of the things that she does. First and foremost, most, the fact that she's saying she's a guest in your house and she shouldn't have to cook or clean or anything like that is honestly ridiculous. Of course she should have to clean and cook. What is she talking about? Your sister has literally lived there for six months. It's time to step up and do something in the house. Not just laying around and expecting everything to be done for you. That is so unfair for you as well as your mother. Her behavior is absolutely inappropriate and it's honestly kind of no surprise that she got kicked out of her apartment. I mean, look at the way she's acting. This is probably probably why she got kicked out. This also makes me question if the original poster knew about their sister's behavior. Like, did they know ahead of time that she would be an absolute nightmare? That she would make everybody's lives really miserable? And she would be this lazy, freeloading person that's currently living in the original poster's house? Like, please tell me you didn't know that ahead of time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I totally understand that this is your sister and you absolutely want to try and take care of family. But if you knew that she was acting like this in previous living situations, as well as the fact 
fact that the other members of your family don't want anything to do with her, then this was seriously a bad move of letting her live with you at all. Because this is now what you have to deal with. So if I was in your shoes, I would absolutely be giving her an ultimatum. I would be saying, hey, if you want to live here, you got to straighten up your act, start paying rent, and carrying your weight around this house. It's not fair for me, as well as our sick mother, to have to give you money and take care of you at the drop of a hat. Get a job and pay your way, or you can get out. And yeah, personally, I can totally understand your hesitation. You don't want her to get kicked out because you're not sure what's going to happen to her. But seriously, that's not really up to you. If your sister wants to ruin her life, that really is on her. I mean, you tried to help her and said, hey, live with me and mom, let's figure this out. But she straight up lied to you by saying she's going to get a job, as well as find a new place to live. So personally, if I was in your shoes, there's no way I would sell my house. But instead, I would tell my sister that if she wants to live here, she either needs to fix her attitude and get a job, or she needs to simply get out. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. An entitled Karen demands that I hand over my Nintendo Switch, claiming that her daughter wants it more, and that I shouldn't have it because I'm a grown man. Here's what happened. So to start things out, I sat down on the train, and a little girl sits down next to me with her Karen mom sitting across from her. About 10 minutes after the train starts to move, I was starting to play a game on my Nintendo Switch. The little girl sees it and asks if she can play, and I said yes, but I told her to ask her mom first. The mom says yes, so I just let her play on it. I also ask what stop they're getting off at, as I'm getting off a few stops before the end of the line. Eventually, after about an hour, I'm coming very close to the station, and I said to her, I'm sorry sweetie, I'm getting off here, and the little girl hands back my Nintendo Switch with a big smile and even a bigger thank you. It's been nice and quiet for an hour, and it was fantastic seeing the happiness on the little girl's face while she was playing on my Nintendo Switch, but that's right about when it all went downhill. The mom sitting across from her turned into an entitled Karen at the drop of a hat. This entitled Karen then says, My daughter is having so much fun with the Switch. Can't she just keep playing? Now when she said this, I said, No, I'm sorry. I'm getting off of the next stop. But it's right about then that this Karen starts to go nuclear. She shouts out, My daughter is having fun with it. What's a grown man like you doing playing with a children's toy? Just give it to her right now. I said to her, Um, I have given it to her for the past hour to play with. And by the way, this is all while you've been playing on your phone. The Karen then screams at me and says, if you gave it to her, then it's hers. It's not yours anymore. And when I heard her say that, I was seriously baffled. I then interjected and told her, ma'am, she was borrowing it from me. Have you ever heard of the concept before? Thankfully, I saw my stop coming up. And without further ado, I picked up my bag with the switch packed nicely away and then turned to the little girl and said, you seem like a nice, well-behaved little girl. Please don't turn out like your mother. I then walked off the train after getting the last word in. I breathed in the sweet air of freedom and then met my mates in the pub where I told them this story. And the best part about this is that this is England. And until today, I thought those Karen types of people only existed in America. But boy, was I completely wrong. Yeah, that lady was seriously crazy. Like, first off, you need to take care of your kid on the train. And you should not rely on strangers to keep them entertained. Like, it is seriously not the original poster's fault that the kid was bored and looking at his Nintendo Switch. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with having a Nintendo Switch and being an adult. It is literally one of the best consoles out there right now and it's something you can enjoy on the go like the original poster. So that statement from the entitled Karen was just off the bat really uncalled for. But also how insane do you have to be to seriously think that just because someone borrowed your Switch, they now somehow own it? Like seriously, if this entitled Karen really wanted her daughter to have a Nintendo Switch, 
then she would pony up the money just like anybody else. So good for the original poster for not bending to this weird entitled Karen. Because based on what we know, she absolutely does not sound like a good parent. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today, I messed up by going on a date with my friend, resulting in her using me for a free meal. Here's what happened. So I went on a date with one of my friends whom I will call Sarah. Sarah is not her real name. I also attend the same university as Sarah. I've always known that my friend has a thing for me, but I've always been reluctant to go on a date with her because I genuinely value our friendship and felt putting romance there would just mess things up. Well, about a week ago, I was hanging out with Sarah and our other mutual friend as they listened to me completely about my unfortunate dating history. The mutual friend then put out the idea of a date between Sarah and I. He did this mainly just to make the room temporarily awkward, but it led to a conversation where I essentially asked Sarah for a date. For the days leading up to the date, both Sarah and I became a lot more flirty, and I have to admit, I was kind of excited for the date itself. Two days ago, I picked up Sarah, and we went to a fairly fancy restaurant. When the waiter came, I ordered my food. She then ordered basically three separate meals meals, and I didn't know what to say or how to question why she ordered so much food. When I finished my food, she barely ate half of one plate, and then she said that she wasn't actually hungry because she ate lunch right before she left her place. I then asked her why she ordered three meals, and she said one is for her mom's dinner since she always wanted to try this restaurant out, and the other meal is for her to eat with her mom during dinner. I then told her that I think it's nice that she got dinner for her mom. It's cute that she would do that, to which she responded by saying, I should be thanking you since you're paying for it. I had told her that I would pay for the date, but I definitely never agreed to pay for her mom or her to get dinner when we had only gone out for lunch. The meal was expensive, but I would have been fine paying for her if she actually ate all three meals. Instead, it just all kind of felt really wrong. The rest of the date was absolutely ruined for me, and I was pretty much checked out of this date, and I was just going through the motions. After I left her at her place, I went radio silent on her. As I was still in annoyed by what she did. Today, I wanted to just tell her that I think we should just go back to being friends. But as I opened our chat message with her, I read a message that she sent me shortly after our date. She was basically thanking me for the date and then went on to pour out her feelings for me and say that she has loved me for years and the date was like a dream come true for her. I had to drive over to her place to try and be as gentle as possible that the feelings are definitely not mutual, which did result in her crying and screaming at me as to why 
why I was flirting with her before the date and why I even asked her out on the date. And needless to say, I honestly felt horrible after that interaction. I personally would not feel horrible about saying, you know what? I don't want to date this lady. She literally used you for three different meals and that is totally unfair for you and your wallet. Like, what was she thinking? Did she really think that this was okay? She could just order three different meals and say, it's okay, he's gonna pay for it. And did she really think that wouldn't leave a bad taste in your mouth? Like, if that happened to me, I would not feel bad about turning her down. And if she asked me why I would have asked her out on the date, I would have said to her, I don't know, maybe I thought you were only gonna buy something for yourself and not for your mom and yourself later on. I mean, that really is super inconsiderate in my opinion. And that really would be a deal breaker. Like, that's a horrible first impression. So you didn't mess up. If anything, you probably dodged a really weird person who was just gonna use you for money and for food. And personally, I don't think you deserve that in the slightest. Am I the jerk for wanting my wife to stay up with me during a road trip just so she can talk to me and try and keep me company? Here's what happened. I want to start off by saying I'm writing this right now at the hotel where I'm at because I'm genuinely at a loss for words. I don't think I'm in the wrong, but at the same time, she looks really upset at me. For starters, my wife, myself, and our two-year-old are going on our first road trip up to California. We rotate driving in shifts, but the problem is that when I was driving, my shift fell during the night, and so I was feeling really lonely and bored as I was driving. I'm not someone who can be left to his own thoughts very well, and I need people around me. I thrive on energy and excitement. My wife is a bit of the opposite. She is generally fine with being left alone and can sit quietly for hours and hours upon end. The problem is that around 11 o'clock p.m., I was driving and my wife and our son was in the back seat. I was feeling isolated, so I shook her awake, but then our son woke up. And well, you can probably guess what happens next. Once he quieted down, my wife began quietly blowing up at me about how much of a jerk I am. I told her that it wasn't fair for her to just sleep like that, and it made me feel like a driver. She then said that she doesn't force me to stay awake or engage with her, but I told her that that's a cheap blow because we're not the same people, and I kept my mouth shut while she was driving because I know she doesn't like distractions, even though it bothered me terribly. So the least she could do is to stop being selfish and help keep me sane. Despite my perfectly logical answer, she apparently got emotional and then started whisper screaming some garbage about how raising one toddler is hard enough and that she didn't know there was another one in the car who needed his whims catered to every moment. And at that point, since she got rude, I decided to disengage. Now our whole trip is falling apart and she's making me out to be the bad guy. So am I the jerk for wanting my wife to stay up with me during a road trip just so she could try and talk to me and keep me occupied? First off, I want to say that yeah, you are absolutely the jerk. Your wife has probably been driving all day and she just wanted to sleep. You've been relaxing, saying nothing, basically had every opportunity to rest and get ready for your shift. And instead of driving that shift and keeping quiet to let your wife and your son sleep, you decided that everybody's got to be awake. And that's so unfair for your wife. She is not an object. She is a living, breathing person who has needs. And right now, she and your son need some sleep. But your selfish attitude really just completely spoiled the mood. She is 100% in the right, and you are absolutely wrong. And also, anytime someone's like, I'm perfectly logical, and she's just too emotional, that's like a clear-cut sign that you're just toxic, and that the other person is probably absolutely right. And in this case, that is exactly what's going on. And it's ironic that you would call her emotional, and you're just some logical person, when logic would say, hey, my wife has been up all day driving. Maybe I should let her sleep and be able to get some rest. But no, you clearly had to have somebody with you all night just so you can be awake. Like, that is utter BS, and that just does not stand in the slightest. 
slightest. I mean, you clearly got pretty emotional when she called you a giant toddler, which by the way, that's exactly how you're acting. So if anybody ruined your vacation, congratulations, it's you. The way you acted was completely out of line and your wife absolutely had every right to sleep. I mean, just imagine how she's going to be during her shift if she literally didn't get any sleep that night and was then asked to drive the car. That's not going to happen. That's incredibly unsafe and it's selfish and very self-centered of you to think that this is appropriate in any situation. Am I the jerk for not wanting to share my father's half a million dollar estate with the rest of my siblings? So my father gave me his entire estate. Everything was willed to me only, leaving out my five siblings. They aren't happy about this and they are demanding that I split it equally while also claiming that this is what dad would have wanted. I have been made out to be a greedy villain to our extended family as they post on Facebook about it constantly. I am the youngest of six children and I have been financially caring for my father for over seven years now. I also care for an older disabled sibling. My father was very fortunate to own a house as well as multiple vehicles and had a decent life insurance payout. I was on the deed to the house prior to his passing. The total inheritance for me was around $500,000 in the house, $60,000 across a couple of vehicles, and $200,000 for his insurance policy, with about $20,000 of that being used for funeral expenses. It was mere hours after he passed away when my siblings began asking about who would get a certain vehicle. My oldest sister also talked about fixing up a few things in the house and putting it on the market to sell it a little bit later. They had no idea I was on the deed for years. Now, the four siblings who are upset do not live near us. Two didn't come to the funeral and they only visit about once every year for a couple of days. I was aware the entire time that I would be getting everything. It had been this way in our family since I was in my 20s. I still have paperwork from previous life insurance plans that lists me as the payout. My father believed me to be the most responsible, that I would also care for my disabled brother after he was gone. They were quite upset to see I've known this for years and didn't mention anything. I've turned to my disabled brother for support, but he can't really comprehend what's going on, nor does he really care. They have all reached out to lawyers, but mine says everything is pretty solid, since I have immense amount of documentation to show that this was his decision for almost a decade. However, I feel like I'll ruin my family if I keep it to myself. I own a small business and I make a decent living for myself, so I've paid my dad's expenses for years and allowed him to pay his debts instead. I don't see why I should have to share with family members who were never around, nor did anything for him. I've sacrificed relationships, I've sacrificed having children, all of this just so I could take care of my dad. He's been my number one my whole life. So am I the jerk for not sharing in my father's estate with the rest of my siblings who clearly were never there for him? So in my opinion, I don't think you're the jerk at all. Your siblings showed their true colors by not only not showing up to his funeral, but also not being involved at all when he was clearly in need of help. Like you put it best, you gave up everything so you could take care of your dad. And that is seriously a very noble thing to do. And as long as you have that paper trail and you've got that evidence to say, hey, he did this like a decade ago. This isn't something he did right before he passed away and it certainly wasn't anything that you influenced. If you have all of that evidence, I honestly don't think you're going to be in any kind of trouble. At least that's me. I think you should talk to your lawyer no matter what. But all in all, I wouldn't blame you if you kept this to yourself. You have sacrificed a lot of time and effort just to take care of your dad. And you can bet he's probably eternally grateful for your sacrifice. And I really would just ignore your extended family on Facebook. They're idiots. Because where were they when he was having financial troubles for nearly seven years? You were the only one to step up and say, okay, I'm going to help you. I'm going to use my small business to try and keep everybody afloat.
float. And you did just that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all in my opinion. And it's something that you absolutely should feel proud of. Not to mention that you were also helping take care of your disabled sibling. Something that the rest of your siblings didn't even want to try to do. So if you do decide to keep the estate all for yourself, I personally would not blame you or think that you're the jerk. You did everything you could to take care of your family. And you made sacrifices for your family, as well as any future family that you might have, just so your dad and your disabled sibling could have some kind of life. I mean, look at the way they acted right after he passed away. Literally hours after he was gone, they were already trying to arrange who got what vehicle and what they were going to do to the house just to try and make a pretty penny. And I also really don't think this is the case of like your dad picking favorites or anything like that. You were the one who stepped up to the plate and helped him out. You were there and cared for him for over a decade. Also, everybody else in the family is fully grown and can support themselves. I mean, it doesn't seem like they have no money and that they're completely helpless. So hopefully this all works out for you because your dad clearly wanted you to have his estate and it really does not sound like your dad wanted to split it up between your siblings at all. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.